0: From Indiana Public Radio and Ball State University. From Indiana Public Radio and Ball State University. From Indiana Public Radio and Ball State University.
1: From Indiana Public Radio and Ball State University. From
2: Indiana Public Radio and Ball State University. University, this This is the scene. This is the
3: scene. This is the scene. This is the scene. This is the scene. This is the scene. A show that captures live music right from our own backyards and brings it straight to you. I'm your host, Jacob Holtzman, and I'll be guiding you through tonight's special episode. You are currently tuning into the scene celebration episode. It is with unfortunate news that I shared that the scene will not be returning next season. Before we do that though, we have some awesome memories to share with you, our listeners. We went ahead and gathered as many previous engineers as we could find, so we could all share our thoughts on what this show has meant to us. With that, let's go ahead and get into this awesome episode by starting off with current engineer, Liam Van Overwall.
2: My name is Liam Van Overwall, and I'm currently an engineer producer with The Scene, and I've been on the show for just about one year now. Being on The Scene really impacted my, <laughs> my view of the Indiana music community. I didn't, uh, I mean, I knew there was, I mean, obviously everywhere pretty much has live music, but I didn't know how uh, passionate everybody was and could be and how many fantastic bands there were really locally and uh, coming from all different parts of the state playing some really cool music, uh, collaborating with each other. And, you know, there's just an amazing sense of community, I think, uh, especially in some of the places that I've got to be like in downtown Indy and here in Muncie. And being on the scene has meant a lot to me. It's really great to be able to combine my love for music and kind of share that with other people, uh, you know, with everybody and kind of help grow that community if we can at all. Um, but it's also just a lot of fun to be able to have hands-on experience with uh, that music and Great people great music um,
4: great job Really? Um, yeah My name is Paul Butler and my role for the scene was an engineer and producer I've been on the scene for about two years now, which has been about one and a half seasons from midway through season 11 through season 12. I really was ignorant to the um, substantial amount of talented musicians and artists and all the different styles that were just available um, in the Indiana music scene. And it was really neat to go to, for um, for instance, the Weeba Music Festival um, in 2021 and listen to just those artists live and just create music. And I just telling myself like, wow, this is like really need that you know this is such like a community driven um events but also it's like you know it's 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 really interesting that we um find these just great talented artists and we feature them and i think we've just had um such a great time with like finding different areas of talent and it definitely has impacted me other than just the indiana music scene because it opens up the realm of all the different music and talented artists out there just in general that may not have the resources or the ability to get their product out to different audiences and i think the scene works as a great liaison and medium for different artists and bands and take live music essentially or we you know do interviews or different things to feature the band we do it at uh, no charge to them you know We um, go there whether it's live or a uh, pre-recorded mix and we collaborate with them and we put out this hour-long show every week um, featuring the music and I think that has been uh, a great way of impacting the Indiana music scene of course. Being on the scene has really impacted me to really just go and listen to local music Just go to local shows and just have fun with it and support people with their their dreams of, um, you know, making quality music, but coming from a smaller, smaller scene. Being on the scene to me was it was really meaningful to me to find this position and what it means to me to be an engineer and producer, um, be open, to working with artists, bands, and other engineers and producers, and just find a way to um, get music out there to the world. And of course it really brushed up on my mixing and mastering techniques. And I feel that it really has pushed me ahead of the curve in some instances um, where I had no idea what loudness metering meant. So that was just really neat to not only have an applicable experience for these like production techniques but just to learn all of these different areas um, such as like different ways of mixing and mastering and how to make it like it's an hour-long show so that's a lot of content to fill. At first I was struggling to find enough content to put in there but now I've kind of gotten a better feel of how to map out an hour-long episode and oftentimes i even have to cut some content from the broadcast because of just there's so much that i want to either showcase or say about it um and yeah the scene really has been a meaningful experience to me knowing that i understand now the different elements that go into broadcasting podcasts and how to create a compelling show um with local artists and also how to conduct interviews and to work with different contents. It just has been a really awesome experience. I think I did at least two interviews. Actually, wait, three interviews. And that has been really, really neat to um, go through because, you know, you just step into the minds of these different individuals because, you know, they're also humans like us and they want to showcase their their talents and their works. And it's really meaningful to me because I can be on and down-to-earth basis with these artists and really work with their content and not feel like I'm just someone who's in the back in the background just you know making these things happen like it's it's just so meaningful that you know these artists are so down to earth and really just open and make relationships make good music and send a great message out to the community it is sad knowing that um you know this is quite possibly my last episode on the scene um but it is a very bittersweet feeling because I know that I've gained great, not only skill sets, but I've gained great relationships with the other engineers and with um, Sean as well. And even just knowing different artists and different ways to how to contact people. And there's just so many different skill sets that I don't think I would have had without being on the scene as an engineer producer.
5: My name is Abigail Bache, and I worked as one of the scene's producers and engineers. I only had the opportunity to work with the scene for our 12th season, but I'm so happy that I did. Being on the scene has expanded my knowledge of the Indiana music community exponentially. I really was not involved in the Indiana-Indianapolis music scene at all prior to uh, taking this position. And I feel like I've learned a lot about not only the Indiana music community, but just the Indiana community in general. Being a part of the scene, I think, has really helped to improve my mixing skills. I think a lot of the mixing work I've done in the past has been much more focused on the technical side, and I think that being a part of the scene has allowed me to become a lot more creative in my production, which is something that I value a lot
3: you just heard from three of the scene's current engineers. Right now, we're going to go ahead and look back at this year's Halloween special. All three of these engineers listed the Halloween special as one of their favorite episodes they've been on. So let's go ahead and take a look back at it.
5: Wow, what a beautiful fall day to be exploring the river around Muncie.
3: Yeah, I don't... It's kind of getting dark, though. Are you afraid of the dark, Jacob? Uh... Are you afraid of the dark, Paul? Look, when you're from the country, you see some things in the dark, and you just don't want to go back out there. Liam's seen it. Like, the boogeyman? Yeah, well, I don't... Like, look, like Liam's been with me. There's some weird things out in the dark. I've seen it. Look, I'm just saying terrifying. I don't like the dark. Never again. Like Will I be in a cornfield field past nine PM. Like what was that? Did please tell Whoa. me you guys saw
4: Wait, yeah, what is that? It's it's rustling over there. What <laughs> uh Oh my oh my goodness. Hey it's a, it's a little green homie. Hey, hey damn be up my guy.
5: Oh my god, he bit Paul.
4: Paul, are you okay? Oh my bro, why'd you bit? <laughs> Who who, uh, who are you? Why'd you bite me? You know, should we should we talk to this guy or should we just should we just dust him? I don't
5: know, man. You're the one who was who was just bitten.
3: Uh, let's talk to him. I I don't know. I got a good feeling. Just just give him a second. Fine. I think you scared him, Paul. Good. Uh, okay. Okay. Fine. Like that's like that's your costume you're wearing, right?
4: Yeah. All right. Okay. What what's going on here? Do you speak like uh? Uh, English, or like, what's your what's your dialect here? It, it kind of sounded like Greek. I don't know. This a little bit Greek, but. Greek, yeah. That's yeah. So, this is the bridge that uh, no human is allowed to pass.
6: Because
4: it is the creature's place.
6: It's really myself. So, I'm the guardian of the bridge. And, um. I must say, you cannot pass. Well, oh. um.
3: Yeah. It's well, not- look, we're just like. We found this map, and it looks like there's a festival. Oh, a
6: festival. Do you know anything about this oh, festival? I've heard about a festival before. It's, uh, it's run by uh, ghouls and um, other spooky creatures.
2: Go- Did he just say ghouls? well oh, yeah, the Listen, ghouls. man, you got music for
5: us or not? Hey,
1: hey, pipe down there, long hair. I mean, I do have some
5: music. I, uh, you know, I got a couple EPs and... Um, if you guys want, I can play you a little, too. I got a little, um, a little, little band here. It's, a, yeah. it's, it's pretty
3: good. You got a bridge band? It's,
5: it's a bridge band. It's, it's, yeah.
3: yeah, no, I think l- let's listen.
5: Yeah, let's hear the bridge band.
3: Do you got cassettes?
5: All right. We got some cassettes for you here. All right, take a listen.
2: Consider me interested.
3: Yeah, no, this tractor's got a cassette player. Hey, yo, turn that up. No... listening to The Scene here on Indiana Public Radio. Right now, we are celebrating The Scene's 12 seasons on air by taking a look back with some of our past and current engineers. Let's go ahead and hear now from engineers Daniel Gemiolo and Wes Skaggs, along with some music from their favorite episodes.
7: My name is Daniel Gemiolo. I was on the scene for two semesters. My main role was student engineer, slash a little bit of producing for the first semester. Even though I've been a music fan for as long as I can remember, I was kind of ignorant on what's going on with the music scene in Indiana, and I'm grateful to have been a part of the scene because it exposed my eyes to many hardworking people in our little slice of the musical pie. I still share these musicians that have made an impact on me with other people so that I can show how great Indiana, the crossroads of America is. Being on the scene gave me a greater appreciation for what actually goes into making a radio show, and all of the time, effort, blood, sweat, and tears that people give to show their passion. This is the exact same thing that artists do when they go play live. And we tried to capture that to give them the best exposure possible. Plus, it also deepened my love for music. I moved to Nashville, do recording at the Blackbird Academy, at Blackbird Studios, and I don't know if I would have taken the step to even apply for that without being a part of the scene. COVID has ruined few things, but as we're getting better and getting out of this time, I hope that I can keep my passion alive and find something for me to do with vocal music so that the scene can live on through me, no matter how small.
8: My name is Wes Skaggs. My role for the scene was a producer and engineer. I was active as a student producer for about one and a half years. Before being a part of the scene, I wasn't really a supporter of local music. While I was a producer, I learned that the local music scene is very tight-knit group, and in most cases, they're very supportive of each other, not just the bands and artists, but also everyone else involved. Other than the fact that it improved my confidence and abilities as an audio engineer, the most impact that the scene had on me was this feeling of belongingness to a community of musicians. Even though I wasn't in a band, I wasn't performing, I felt like I was supporting artists and bands, and they made me feel like I belonged in that community. I would have to say my favorite episode I worked on would be... Season 10, episode 18, and I featured Esso, Afro Jam, Funk Beats, Counterfeit Madison, and Emily Blue. I felt those three were solid bands.
6: I wanna be with you. I wanna be with you. So, baby, open up your door. I wanna be with you.
9: be with you I wanna be with you so baby open
6: up your door I wanna be
3: listening to our scene celebration. Let's go ahead and check in with past engineer Kyler Altenhoff to hear just about what the scene meant to him.
10: My name is Kyler Altenhoff, and I served as an engineer slash producer for the scene. I started in the fall of 2019 as an immersive learning student intern, and then I applied for an actual position on the show, and I ended up receiving that, and then I served the next three semesters as a producer slash engineer. I would say working on the show... Just gave me a much higher appreciation for local Indiana music. Up until that point, I had mostly been kind of a person to just like either go to, you know, concerts, like big concerts or like just like headliners that I knew about and listened to on the radio all the time. But, um... You know, being on the show and going out to record at various venues really gave me an appreciation for the, the local artists that we have around here. It's just cool to see how, like, the, the the Indiana venues and stuff can just bring artists together and, like, just give you a showcase of, um, you know, the talent pool that's out there and that the people that one day will be headlining the, the big venues yeah, I feel like I could talk for a really, really long time about um, what being on the scene meant to me, but in general, um, it was a really, really strong sense of community. You know, I'm going to be completely honest, like, when I first got the job, I did not feel qualified to be in that position to, wear, to go out to shows and, like, start doing this whole recording thing, and I had no idea how to record voiceovers, but, like, just the team there, uh, you know, Sean, Dan, both of them brought me in and, like had a lot more faith in me than I had even in myself. And then like I learned how to just kind of roll with the punches and just like, you know, figure out how to make things happen, like in the, in a split second. And I think like just, um, you know, the on the fly kind of skills and just like quick mixing techniques that I learned from just all the mixing that we had to do. Um, just the voiceover skills that I acquired through just doing <laughs> tons of voiceover recordings. And then just like the sense of community it really helped pull me through like some of the the really tough times that you know everyone in the world was going through um, in the last two years but like just having that sense of community and family to that I could rely on and could always go to like whether we were at a show or even outside a show just hanging out like just the team Sean definitely did a really good job at building a really um, diverse and fun team to work with and I am very appreciative that I got to be a small part of the history of the scene. My favorite two episodes that I was on had to have been the Halloween special which was season 11 episode 10 and then the summer special which was season 11 episode 31. Um, With both of those we kind of took like a play on the holiday season and made like kind of like a radio drama-esque kind of Kind of thing and uh, my favorite part about it was that we just basically got free reign to be super silly and just you know have fun with it
3: is, is this thing on e- yeah yeah it is all right hey welcome to the scene today we are doing our summer extravaganza our summer special we're gonna be going all around lake michigan looking for our favorite summer music and summer activities i'm with paul right now paul you want to introduce yourself
4: Uh, okay, um, I'm Paul, I am a producer for the scene, and I am currently driving, and you are distracting me by asking all these questions.
3: Okay, well, are you listening to me, or are you, like, looking at the road, Paul? I,
4: I can't tell, Jacob, because you keep asking me these questions.
3: Okay, well, well, hold on, I need to, like, look at the map, just, like, give me a second.
4: Watch where you're going. Whoa. Hey, I'm walking here! I'm walking here! I definitely almost hit that lady.
3: I just can't find it on this map. Do you, do you know where we're supposed to meet Chris and Kyler?
4: Uh, I'll be honest, I thought you were looking at a menu, so...
3: why we're driving, Paul.
4: I thought we were getting food. Paul, do
3: you see what's in front of you? Oh! There's the yacht! Are you gonna break?
4: Uh, 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 no. Uh, oh, we're going to crash. Oh no. Oh, oh, brace for impact.
3: A few moments earlier.
11: Oh
10: man, I am really enjoying this yacht.
11: Yeah, we couldn't have picked a better day. We couldn't have picked a better boat.
10: I know, it's the best, the best boat on the market, the best weather in the atmosphere, man. Like literally, we could not have asked for better circumstances for this day. And for us to be able to enjoy it together and listen to some music with our friends.
11: Speaking of our friends, I cannot wait for Jacob and Paul to get here. Oh my gosh.
10: sandwiches. Sandwiches. You know how Paul loves it when you put those nacho cheese Doritos on his sandwich and you cut off the crust. He
11: loves them. And you cut it in half. He's very
10: specific. For some reason, he won't cut it. He won't eat it if it's not cut in half, even though it's the same dang sandwich
11: yeah i know but you know what we do it for him because we're great friends
10: yeah because
11: and he he would never he would never do anything
10: that would prevent us from having a nice time on this yacht
11: oh my gosh he's so he's such a good friend i heard he was driving jacob here really oh my gosh how thoughtful of
10: him right i'm sure he's driving so safely and they're gonna arrive here very soon
11: they i'm sure they are
10: oh man would you look Look at the sun, man. It's, it just feel, it feels so nice and warm. And it gives us such a nice look over the road over there, too.
11: Yeah, I see it. The parking lot is remarkably close to the docks yeah, now.
10: For some reason.
11: Yeah. And do you see that car That's hey, seems isn't to that, not wait, be slowing Paul's, down? That's Paul. That's him. I'd recognize that, that car him?
10: anywhere. Yeah, look at that car. Hi, that, Paul. Wave to Paul. That's Paul's car. Look at it.
11: It's is it. going to stop?
10: Uh... Yeah, why is he coming? Why is he? He's going pretty fast. You think he knows which one is the break? The Paul, look out! On it's the one on the
11: left! Paul! <gasps> Paul!
4: Hey, guys! Hey, do you have sandwiches for me? Hey, guys, look on the bright side. We can find a nice, perfectly good pontoon boat on this website I just found. It's called Definitely Not Boat definitelynotbrokenpontoonboatmichigan.org I found this one for... 10 dollars and it oh. only asks you for your social security number your student id and your grandma's birthday i have all that in my wallet ready to go there you go paul let's try it out uh
10: you know what would have been better what I got
3: that
4: was your yacht? That definitely was not your yacht. It was my yacht. Was we it or was su- it not?
11: We were going to surprise the scene by donating this yacht so that we could do these summer things all the time.
10: Oh, so the scene scene could travel across the world.
3: Well, Paul's got a pontoon, so I think we're, I think we're good guys.
10: While I do agree that website seems like a very like the description, you know, the website itself, that sounds very reliable, it does okay? Seem I safe. would trust that. I would trust it. I'm just saying $10 Really think,
11: $10, really?
3: Yeah.
4: Expensive,
3: like you need to bargain
4: down. Oh, by the way, guys, can I borrow 10 bucks?
11: I got Uh, 10 bucks, Paul, it's okay.
4: All right, I'll Venmo you in like a year or so. So for all these
3: listeners joining in with us right now, we are now together. The scene engineers and producers are ready to hit the seas. We got Chris Golab, Kyler Altenhoff, Paul Butler, and myself, Jacob Holtzman, and we are ready to get this show on the road, or, Are we guys? No, on the water. Oh, oops, water. Ready to get the show on the water. Yeah, I'm ready to
11: get
10: the show on the water.
11: I'm still pumped. Uh, These sandwiches are not gonna taste the same, but you know, it's gonna be fine. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of, is this the boat in person? (laughs) Oh, there it is. It looks
4: a little different. Right there,
10: yeah, I mean. uh... That's hey, not it's not actually, too bad. Just, well, actually, uh, that's not really at all what it looked like on the pictures on that website. That is literally not not even close.
4: I mean, it's got some bumps and some scratches, but hey, just, I mean, you know, just maybe, look past that. If it floats, it floats. Maybe, maybe in the,
11: maybe hey, whatever floats your boat. Float, odds are, it's going to have life preservers, right? So, Jacob, you want to you want to come to the boat and like check in the seats with me for these? I gotta find somewhere to put my sandwiches in.
10: All right, I'll sit somewhere.
11: Hey Kyler, why don't you drive this time?
10: All right.
11: Uh, this is a pretty good storage space. Jacob, did you find any life preservers?
3: Um, I think. Whoa.
10: Wait. Whoa! Hey! Whoa! Whoa! Wait! Whoa! What are you guys doing over whoa. there?
11: Whoa! We didn't wo- do anything. Oh. We're just whoa, looking whoa, through. Whoa! Why the... is it Whoa! whoa. whoa. Oh! Whoa. whoa!
10: Everyone, run
11: whoa. to the back of the boat! Run to whoa. the back of the boat! Whoa. Oh my! Oh! Oh, oh, oh God. wait! Now Now we're tipping backwards. Oh, oh my gosh, oh, go, to the front, oh, go to the front, go, go, front, to,
10: go to the front, go to, to the front, to the front, to the front, to the front. This is oh.
11: so much worse. Uh,
10: this is abs. Yeah, I don't even know how we're still getting a good audio quality recording of our voices.
11: We've got this, we've got this, just stay All in right. the middle.
1: Kyler's going All down the right. ship as his okay. role of captain. Alright, guys,
10: I think we have stabilized.
1: I think we're good.
11: Alright, well, I- I'm gonna be very careful and I'm gonna push us off the dock. Is everyone okay to go? No hey,
10: no problems. Nothing we'll sketchy fine. about this at all. Hey, this,
3: at least it has a radio. That's it does? so
10: convenient for our purposes. Oh. I sure hope we get Indiana Public Radio all the way from over here.
11: We do. Wow, convenient. I love me some good local Indiana public radio.
4: Yes. Right from our own backyards, which is in the water, apparently.
6: finger on the trigger with every every Trouble never tasted so good. You're way past your limit, my she makes you want more. You can't walk away, but you should. Baby, I know that it's hard to resist. Your heart has a soul and a steal with a kiss. You can't turn away from a woman like this. There's red wine and cyanide and leaves you blind Nowhere to hide, nowhere to run Knows how to get whatever she wants Red wine and cyanide Leaves you back and leaves you blind But her love is a venom Your love in your veins You better escape before it's too late Well, she's sweet like Moscato And smooth like Merlot but don't get too close to her flames. Cause in daylight she's Jackie, but at night she's Monroe. Oh, you yeah, playing a dangerous game. Oh, baby, I know that it's hard to resist. Your heart has been stolen and sealed with a kiss. You can't turn away from a woman like this. Man, why? But love is a venom, your love in your veins You better escape before it's too late No. It's too late. She's got a finger on the trigger with every poor trouble
3: I also love doing these radio dramas just the same as all the other engineers. The Scene Summer Special is one of my favorite memories on the scene, and I love that we did it, especially when it wasn't even planned originally. It was just something we all got together to do for fun to finish out season 11. Now, let's go ahead and hear from past scene engineer and current IPR Productions manager, Sean Ashcraft.
0: My name is Sean Ashcraft. I've been with The Scene since I was hired as a student producer slash engineer by the show's original supervisor and IPR's production manager, Brian Eckstein. That was uh, back in May 2011, so I guess that makes me about uh, 11 years involved with the show. In 2013, I graduated in May and then was hired back to Ball State and Indiana Public Radio that November. And since then, I've been IPR's production and operations manager, and I'm the staff supervisor for the show and sort of the show's executive producer, you could say. So yeah, the, the scene definitely shaped my perspective on what the Indiana music community means to me. I mean, when I was a student working on the show, it, it gave me a way to leave the on-campus environment, go out and kind of get first-hand experience with the indie music scene. And I kind of mean that both like indie as in Indianapolis, Indiana as the state, but also indie as like independent music community, since we often had a lot of good good success getting on shows with independent artists. And it just kind of made me realize being out out and about and working on the show, just how important the lows... like local music and local based media is to some people that it's really worth supporting whatever support means to you uh whether that's going to a show or just listening to something that somebody makes online like it just taught me that media doesn't have to be about making money like that that's really nice and obviously that supports you know your life and things like that but there's also you know sharing your passions sharing your creativity and building a sense of community. I mean, I feel like everyone feels better uh, and healthier when they feel like they belong to a community. And so I'm hoping that the scene was kind of a really good way for people to feel like they're getting connected with that, Um, whether that's as a listener or somebody involved with it, a performer. That's what a community is, is (laughs) different people coming together. So, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely helped shape my sense of that and something that I hope to kind of carry with me for a long time. Yeah, the scene has meant a lot to me in terms of my career but also my life. I mean, obviously it set me on a path to work in public media. It gave me the experience to kind of continue working in a professional, you know, public radio environment. But it also showed me that you can have a lifelong passion for something that's outside of your everyday job. So, so my everyday job at IPR is not a whole lot of creative stuff and, and production. I mean, I do get to do that, but um, a lot of it is is managing this trusted and valued community resource, uh, trying to do it you know, very efficiently with <laughs> honestly kind of few resources, but that's just how public higher education is sometimes. But I spend a lot of my time outside work enjoying music on my own terms, uh, playing in a band with other artists that I appreciate seeing audiences connect with music, like just going out and experiencing that um, is just something that's important to me. And I think music has like the special ability to allow the listener to kind of experience it in their own unique way, you know, the way you perceive it. And that's kind of what I like about radio and audio in general. Like, you know, you can let your imagination fill in the visual information you might experience when you hear a story or music can kind of take you somewhere uh when you kind of get into the zone so um yeah definitely you know being on the scene has just definitely meant a lot to me and I hope that it's meant a lot to other people there have just been so many great people that have come on as producers and partners and employees and and artists and listeners uh it actually kind of to be honest it it makes my head spin (laughs) and when uh when we kind of got the news about the show ending and how we were going to look back on things, to be honest, I kind of got pretty anxious about things just because of just how many people uh, that I think this this show has kind of, you know, been a part of their lives and kind of been part of their their navigation through their careers and everything. I had a lot of mixed emotions when we kind of got word that, okay, this isn't going to continue any longer. but. You know, giving some time to kind of think about it, you know, I think the time is right to say we've served our community the best we can, we've amplified, you know, local music and the voices behind them, and the student teams over the years have just done an amazing job keeping, you know, this kind of a challenge of uh, continuing a professional, consistent public radio show for the last 12 years. I mean, we didn't think the show was going to continue in 2011, the second season. After it got started, our supervisor, production manager at IPR, Brian Eckstein, he unfortunately passed away, and, which was just really hard on the team at the time. And I can remember the GM and uh, the student GA, who's our booking coordinator, kind of gathered us together and they asked us, like, can you keep this going? And so it was me. Jacob Zimmerman, Javier Mercedes, Alex Daubert, and Taylor Reynolds, and then th- those were the producers, and then the booking coordinator, Rick Sadlier. We, you know, were there and said, yeah, we can, we can do it. We, we've kind of figured out how, how we can do this. We, you know, they had, like, the kind of the pilot first season. Um, we felt prepared, and we knew that we had something to, that was worth working on. We had a lot to learn, but um, I'm very glad that we decided to kind of keep things going. There was a, a little bit after I graduated, there was a partnership with the School of Music that kind of helped things kind of keep going. And ever since then, it's it's really been a fun ride as much as, you know, doing a live music show for, for a... Uh, relatively small market public radio station um it's it's been a lot of fun i'm very proud of everyone who's worked on the show especially this past year's student crew i mean applying in the middle of a pandemic to work on a live music radio show i mean that takes a lot of courage despite all the continued challenges with everything like being able to bring this music to be able to connect uh, audiences with with indiana music i mean like, that's, that's been a real dream of mine. So I think it really speaks to the heart of why Indiana music is so important to me. It's absolutely worth supporting. Um, so yeah, I'm just very thankful for the opportunity of having this show, of having all these uh, students and artists working on, on something that I think is very, very cool. So thanks to everyone who's listening right now, and cheers.
3: Thanks, Sean, and thank you for all the hard work you've done on the scene over the past 12 seasons. The show wouldn't have been what it is without you, and all of us engineers are appreciative of our time on the scene with you. Now, let's go ahead and listen to some of Sean's favorite music. Coming all the way back from Season 3, Episode 22 is Caleb McCoach. We're going to listen to Caleb's solo performance from the Fountain Square District. Let's dive in.
12: test you can stand. I just wish that I were in a band. But instead I'm in a tragedy in three acts. A symphony of fighting cancer and fixing up color TVs. Now I'm 54 I just want less But everybody just wants more, more your feet are covered in magazines, in magazines, in telephone but you were out selling bracelets and no one was home I tried to reach you through vanity but there was ice on all of the roads and the malls were probably all closed So I got drunk and I drove and I yelled out the window You're mine, you're mine, you're mine, you're mine, you're mine. you're mine, you're mine, you're mine, you're mine Made this song on a holiday Drinking that whiskey and feeling okay But after the words had been written down I took a flame to the curtains in your living room then covered the rest in your orange perfume while you lay tied down in the
3: You're listening to The Scene. Right now we are celebrating the Scene's 12 seasons on air by going ahead and talking with past engineers. Right now rather than an engineer, we're going to hear from CMG liaison Adam Finacier, who has a really insightful view on The Scene. Let's go ahead and listen.
1: My name is Adam Finacier. I am the former CMG liaison between The Scene and Cardinal Music Group, whatever iteration it is at now. It has been Wow. I think I was on the show for a year and a half, maybe two years. All I know is I enjoyed every moment of it, collaborating with other music students and just being engaged with the local scene, meeting local musicians. Lots of fond memories formed during that time. That's one beautiful thing about the scene is that it really thrust young audio engineers, young music professionals, young music journalists, aspiring music journalists, into the scene, literally, (laughs) into the local scene across the state. Just going to shows, networking with artists, recording multi-tracks with them, mixing those multi-tracks down and producing a story out of it and sharing it with the local community. Oh man. The most beautiful thing about the scene was that in a way it was A prime example of universities reaching back to their communities at large. Not only enriching those communities, but also enriching the experiences of their students. Being surrounded with a group of like-minded individuals who are united in their desire to produce a high-quality product. Whether that be a live show, a good-sounding mix, a good-sounding recording or a compelling story to be broadcast to our local community. So I've mentioned a lot about how the scene played a role in my development as a music professional, but if I were to hone in on one aspect of the scene that, I guess, defined my view of the Indiana music community, I'd say it's the exposure to the hustle mentality. Indianapolis is such a beautiful place in that it's a It's a gathering hub, for lack of a better term, of incredible musicians and artists who make their living playing for their local community and sharing their music to people that they'd see walking down the street on any other given day. And not only that, but just the collective commitment to lifting each other up as artists from Indianapolis and as artists from Indiana at large. You don't always get that in other cities, and in places like L.A., man, it's, sometimes it feels so cutthroat, the way artists have to network and find shows and find places to play. A buddy of mine from Cincinnati was just telling me how indie is so different from Cincinnati in that it feels like everybody in the artistic community is on the same team. So if I were to sum up all of my ramblings, The scene very much was a catalyst for the work I'm doing now with Musical Family Tree, Classical Music Indie, Indie Music Co-op. The reason I work with all these organizations now at the time that I'm recording this is their common mission of uplifting local music under the banner of music as a means towards community betterment. What the scene did for me was ingrain a love for community artistry and supporting local artists in any way I can, whether that's going in at local venues like the Jazz Kitchen or the Mousetrap here in town or producing a radio show for Musical Family Tree on WQRT featuring local music or writing grants that help Musical Family Tree stay operational. The reason why I do all these things is because the local music ecosystem is better for it. In essence, what the scene meant to me was its demonstration of reaching back out into your community, giving others a platform, offering your talents to artists who maybe don't have the resources to sustain themselves artistically in the long term, and being part of what I mentioned earlier, the collective commitment to bettering our community through music. What I really hope is that what students built in the scene will help inform what can happen when institutions, talented individuals, passionate young people combine their resources towards music as a means, towards community betterment. I'm so happy to have gotten the chance to be involved with it while I could. I'd have to say that my favorite episode is the first episode that I was involved with on the scene. And that uh, that was season nine, episode four, Featuring a lot of hip-hop performances from Treese Four. Now, for those, uh, for the listeners, and for any students that are listening to this, who are unfamiliar with Treese, Treese was this incredible celebration of hip-hop, R&B, soul, just general black excellence in the city of Indianapolis and the surrounding area, and it was headed by two local giants at the time, Oreo Jones and DJ Indiana Jones, rest in peace, and a couple other incredible folks in the city who spent a good portion of their time uplifting other local talent while honing their own craft. And so I look back at Treese in particular fondly because it was my first outing with the scene. I was on assignment with Will Robbins and Joey Vondre and we we just went out to this hip-hop festival, and I, uh, I didn't know what to expect as a student. I had no idea what Indiana had to offer in terms of local music. I had no idea what Indianapolis had to offer in terms of local talent and just the music ecosystem that's there. I had no idea. And so we pull up. I remember it being late at night, and you just hear something 808, drums bleeding out into the streets, Fountain Square Theater lighting up the entire square, the intersections of Shelby Street, Prospect Street, and there being just this crowd of people, all Indianapolis locals, or majority Indianapolis locals, I'd have to assume, all gathering together to see these local hip-hop R&B soul artists. All of these venues were packed to the brim And it was just a sea of people who were all gathered to enjoy local music. And I remember, sorry, I'm getting lost in the memory of that festival because it meant a lot to me. And a lot of what I saw at that festival as a student intern was what inspired me to pursue my current career, which is uplifting local music in any way I can. And so, yeah. The whole reason why I bring Treese up and the whole reason why I've digressed into all these different directions is because a lot of what I saw at this festival was foundational towards my aspirations as a music professional and as a supporter of local culture. This has been Adam Finassier. Thank you for having me here on the scene one last time.
13: share my heart. I do my very best to speak my truth within this art, And it ain't easy, when well, it's pleasing to my soul, you see. To get things on my chest and maybe help of you and me. Who need a little bit? in this because it's hard oh, no. to keep a straight face simply trying to fade off. The demons, they coming, they will try to leech on oh, no. the root of your heart, trying to tell you to do wrong. I ain't the fantasy of love. I hope it grows, it's yours to keepin' time alive. I hope you know that in life there's no accidents. Your time is bad to trying to find the deeper messages sitting behind the shit. When you just ask your job And you still got the bills and you thinking if you should ride A random on the street how oh, you ain't hit this shit before You might be able to hit a lick and really get over to a better place And uh, so you think until the set goes in your mind get torn and it runs deep So I gets in my head I'm hoping you come in You're welcome in this place Let me show you the way 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 Show you the way that listen. There's evil near you with praise on your fears You'll see if you keep down that road you're headed These thoughts are no know So keep your head up when talking Look around where you're walking Cause nature could walk in Shut down all that bullshit you talking Pay attention to doors Be sure to look out for yours because we we'll, we'll come sure enough How just the proof that they tell Psycho-lo-pain it's a gate. To those who silently pray That you can't in one day Are you gon' play that game? They've come to set you up And once you self-destruct hoping you just give up And if that's not deep enough Sees that they have prejudged Just what you have Made up, but no, that's i on you, because of you, define you, love 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 you, define love you, define love you, define you, yeah, 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 yeah,
14: Hey. Huh. Huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey. hot as y'all. I forgot. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Literally. Hey. Elevator levitate. Nose to, to, to the face to like a heavyweight. Trying to yeah. go, now I'm to the bush. Huh. But I pray that it resonate. Never it when I'm faced with the nose one of my is in a better place. All he ever wanted was a bit of nerve on him, but he had to pay the price for his getaway. Huh. Real talk, I've been fucked up since then. Wishing I could visit him in different dimensions. Talk about a lot of shit that we never mentioned. Could have swallowed my pride and you can take it to the friendship, but I told him you be a dumb kid about the sitch and I couldn't let it go. You gotta learn to stop getting so emotional for a bitch, so it ain't you from to go. Huh? So watch this, pay attention, I'll shake the... Check- Ben, ben from yeah, I run the show like I like pops some Benson yeah. Big ben game is coded, yeah. the ghost of fitness Lean on my shoulder, we go dependent Your soul in the go, Flow like a wind I was in the funeral thinking about being a sin departed, I hope he can meet again Like two-stepping with the money in my left hand Drop a little molly in the cup Yeah, living in Up in a bedpan, never really got to live enough Yeah, I can never play by the rules It's before the grown sexy. sexy. Hey, Sing that shit with me I'm just living my life But I keep wasting my time hey. Hold that foe in my spray, Fight ain't blocking my shine hey. Rose go, rolls go Gotta get on while you're still alive I can't get trapped in my thoughts So I just stay on my grind hey. I'm just living my life But I keep wasting my time Hold that foe in my spray, Fight ain't blocking my shine Hey Rolls go, Rolls go, they get on while you're still alive can get trapped in my thoughts, so I just stay on my grind. Hey. Ever since I shorty, I was sipping on a forty, writing stories for the people inside of the board. Choice score forty when they gave me the rock. Post up, cock back, follow through with the shot. Ready and not, I'm just trying to pull up in the fence Roof chopped off, blowing cushion in the wind. Biddy in the grip, I brought a biddy and a friend. People say they love me, and I'm thinking they pretend. Stripper's on his daddy, badge passion with the Benz, big with the rabbit, i would never to the bank. I started getting in plenty party with the party, with the, party with the players and the bims Take a nigga mind off that. My wings won't work and my mind go black Snap back to reality, but I hate gravity Still gonna hit the ground running Huh Cause that's what my nigga would've wanted yeah. I'm just living my life, but I keep wasting my time hey. Hold that for in my sprites, fight ain't blocking my shine hey. Rose go rose gotta get them while you're still alive hey. I can't get trapped in my thoughts, so I just stay on my grind
3: You've been listening to our scene celebration episode. Before we go, I'd like to share my story on the scene with you all. My name is Jacob Holtzman, and I've been an engineer and producer on the scene for about a year and a half now. Being on the scene has been crucial in my understanding and appreciation of local music and the communities that spring up and around it. Before joining the scene, I didn't really have a good concept of local music in Indiana, and really felt that you had to be in one of the big music production cities to find music. I'm so happy to say now that I couldn't have been more wrong as the town in Indiana is absolutely amazing. Two years ago I couldn't have told you any artist from Indiana, now I can give you artists from here that are my favorite. Because of this, being on the scene to me has really meant bringing the community of Indiana musicians together. One of my favorite parts about being on the scene was getting to sit down and do interviews with artists and important figures in the music community. What I loved so much was how easily you would find that one artist knew another and hear about how they would work together. I would hear stories about long nights, ambitious plans, and stellar shows that were all created right here in our backyard. Being to share these stories was an absolute pleasure of mine, and I'm glad I got to spend the time with you all here on the scene. I'm very thankful for the teams I worked with, and for Sean in leading us and all the past engineers through it all. I hope the scene comes back at some time, or at least some iteration of it. These voices need to be heard as there's always more work that needs to be done to amplify local music in our community. Until then though, take care, and we will see you next time, whenever that is. Major support for The Scene comes from Ball State, Ball State's music media production program, our underwriters, and listeners like you who support their local public radio station. Our show is produced entirely by Ball State students. Paul Butler, Abigail Baish, Liam Van Overwall, and myself are the show's producers and engineers. Gabe Waugh is our booking and communications coordinator. This episode is produced by me, your host, Jacob Holtzman. Special thanks to all the engineers who pitched in this week to share their memories of The Scene. To find out more about the bands and venues we feature on The Scene, visit our website, indianapublicradio.org slash the scene, where you can learn more about the program and listen to our episode archive. Again, that's indianapublicradio.org slash the scene. Also, if you'd like to keep up with what we're up to next, follow our Facebook page to search for The Scene from Indiana Public Radio. Find us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at the scene on IPR. We're also on Apple Podcasts and wherever else you find your podcasts. Give The Scene from Indiana Public Radio search to add us to your favorite podcasting app. Thanks for being with us. Join us again next time to hear what's happening in the scene, here
0: on the scene. And that's what's happening in the scene, here on the scene. That's what's happening in the scene, here on the scene.
5: That's what's happening in the scene, here on the scene.
0: That's what's happening
4: in the scene, here on the scene. That's what's happening here in the scene, here on the scene. That's what's happening in the scene, here on the scene. From Indiana Public Radio.